Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 130 of Better Regulate Than Never. This week, we are continuing the series on worry. And don't forget that you can talk to me live on Zoom starting this Saturday to talk about, and that is March 11th. I know you don't always listen to these when they actually come out. So March 11th of 2023, people can start talking to me live on Zoom. So I want And I want you to be able to understand worry and what is it all about. So sign up for the workshops in the show notes or on any of my social media platforms, because it, if you attend live, you can actually be coached on whatever specific worries you have, but even hearing other people get coached is so helpful. Even uh, there are some programs that I've been involved in that I've never been coached myself, but I get so much out of it because other people's problems are very similar to ours. And when somebody finds a new thought that helps them, I'm like, oh, I can use that same thought too. So just because, you know, you might be worried about um, talking, you know, on the camera or, or whatever, and you don't have to do that to get a lot out of the live coaching. But if you don't attend live, when you sign up for the worksheet (laughs) workshop, you will get a recording of the tool or strategy that we're going to talk about and how to use it, but you don't have access to any of the coaching. So that's, what's important about attending live. So there are three main thoughts that we worry about. And those thoughts cause a lot of uncomfortable feelings of all different kinds. But these are the three main thoughts that our brains get stuck on. If I make a mistake, I will be exposed as a fraud. If I make a mistake, I am ruined. This is the perfectionism mindset. I will disappoint everyone. I am responsible for everyone's feelings and safety. This is the over-responsibility mindset, and we talked about that in the Sorry Not Sorry episode a little bit. I must be 100% certain if I'm not careful, bad things will happen. This is the intolerance of uncertainty mindset. So those are the three. Today, I want to tell you about how these play out in our life and also telling you the place where we can start overriding this alert system in our brain. Because remember, the fight, flight, freeze, and fawn response system in our brain does not turn off. There is no switch to make this go away. But we can turn down the volume on the alerts. You can Keep doing the things that you want to do, even when those alarms are going off. And I know when the alarm system is super loud, we usually can't go on and do the things that we want to do, but this, these techniques are going to help you turn down the volume because remember the alarm system, the fight, flight, freeze, and fawn response is in our brains is there to keep us safe. And we need it because sometime we might be going to cross the street and all of a sudden there's a speeding car you know, we are going to ha- are those systems in our brain have to be there or we are not going to make it. But because society has changed so much and the 21st century is so different than when our brain was created, we have to help it 
help train it and help override it when it thinks that everything is life or death, when not everything is life or death. And we are able to train our brains to tell it, hey, this is not life and death. I know you feel like it is, or I know you think it is, but it's not. We don't like to feel uncomfortable. No one does. This is not some people liking to feel uncomfortable and other people not. No one likes it. We, you know, we might have a buzzing feeling in our chest, or we might be getting sweaty or shaky, or our stomach feels nauseous, or we have a headache. This is unpleasant for anyone, but we need to learn ways to feel it and not try to resist it, avoid it, distract ourselves or numb ourselves from feeling those feelings. Those behaviors that we do to help us avoid, distract or numb are the behaviors that we need to be aware of and learn not to turn to when we feel uncomfortable. So for one of my clients, he feels sick when it's time to go to school because he doesn't like his first hour class. And when he starts feeling bad about his first hour class, he starts saying to himself, I'm going to get sick at school and it will be so embarrassing. His thoughts about getting sick at school make his stomach hurt worse and he decides to stay home from school. Now, as soon as he decides to stay home, he feels relief in his stomach and his, he's feeling better. Oh, thank goodness. Now he feels better because, oh, if I get sick, I'm in the comfort of my home. But now he's missing class, he's missing his friends, and he gets behind in his work because school is made for us to be present in class. He ultimately feels bad because he wants to be at school, and but he feels like he cannot face those uncomfortable feelings, and the thoughts seem so real about him getting sick. His worry about getting sick is his intolerance for uncertainty because he can't be 100% certain he won't get sick. And we can't be 100, I mean, anybody could get sick at school at any time. We can never be 100% sure that anything won't happen. And so because he has this intolerance for uncertainty, he thinks he can't handle it and he stays home. Remember, our brain overestimates how threatening something is because our first hour class is not going to kill us. Getting sick at school, even if we did, is not going to kill us. And our brain is telling us that we can't handle it. So it overestimates how threatening something is and it underestimates our ability to handle it. My, co- my client felt that he had to be certain that he would not get sick at school And we can't be certain about that. And because he couldn't be certain, he decided to stay home and be safe. But now he is risking grades, friendships, and confidence in himself to handle things that happen around him. I have a client that has a perfectionistic mindset. She is in constant worry about what other people think about her. She feels that she must look perfect, sound perfect, and have everything just right in order to be comfortable at school and with friends. Now, she doesn't avoid school or friends because she's very much into being in the group, but she is constantly analyzing everyone's reactions to her and to others. 
She thinks a lot about what is going, what she's going to say, so she doesn't make a mistake in something that she's talking about. And anything that happens with her friends is scrutinized for what she should or should not do in every situation to make sure that she doesn't screw up. She loses sleep and time during the day, ruminating over what she says and doesn't say and what other people are saying and what they're not saying. And she has a hard time making decisions for herself or saying no to others because she might lose her status in her group. She tries to eliminate the risk of rejection by doing all the right things. So, but she can't control that. And she risks her own self-esteem because she will only do what they want her to do or be. So she is not herself. So she, she has to risk. Well, if she decides to get out of this mindset, which is driving her crazy, she's going to have to resist risk making mistakes and being herself in order to grow and experience what she really needs to. Most of my early adult life, I thought it was my fault if someone was upset. If someone didn't like an opinion I had, or uh, I told this story early on in the podcast, but when I started teaching, people kept telling me I was doing it wrong. And so when people told me to teach differently, and people would tell me to parent differently, I always assumed that they were right and I was wrong. And I thought that there was something wrong with me because I didn't think like other people. And it took me years to realize that I am not responsible for how other people feel. And if they don't like something about me, that is on them. I still default to this kind of thinking, but now I am aware that it doesn't serve me and I can make better decisions and remind myself of the thoughts I want to have. This is the over-responsibility mindset. I tried to do everything that others wanted so that I could feel better, but ultimately that only made me feel worse and others still weren't happy. There is no way to make everyone happy and the sooner, sooner you are okay with that, the better. Every time you fall into these behaviors of making people happy, scrutinizing everything so that you don't make a mistake or staying home to avoid something, you are telling your brain that it is dangerous to make mistakes. It's dangerous to go to something that is uncomfortable or that it is dangerous because you are responsible for other people's feelings and actions. Oh, we need to realize that when we are in these mindsets so that we do not do the behavior that tells our brain it is right. We have to train our brains that we are not certain, we are not perfect, and we are not responsible. I have told you before that our brain is like a toddler and it wants to do something. It wants something like keeping us safe and it will throw a fit to get our attention. If you have younger siblings or if you've babysat anyone, you know that if a toddler has a fit, we should not give in to what they are wanting because if we do, we are training them to keep having fits. That is what happens with our brains. If our brain has a fit, turns on that alarm system, and we resist it, avoid it, distract it, don't go to school, analyze everything, feel bad about doing what we want to do, then we are telling our brain that it is okay to have a fit about it. It is okay to turn the alarm system on because we are in danger. 
This strengthens the alert system and makes it louder next time. Did you ever notice that the more you avoid those uncomfortable situations, the harder it is to go into those uncomfortable situations? Like if you start avoiding school and you don't go, or go, you start avoiding going to a certain class. I used to have kids that would hide in the library during a certain hour. The more you do that, the harder it is to go back because you keep, you've trained your brain that it's dangerous to go there. And then the alarm system is louder and more uncomfortable. Let's train our brains that these situations are not dangerous. We can still go to school. We can still be ourselves. We can risk someone getting mad. We will survive it and we will be stronger because of it. So the next time your body's fight, flight, freeze, or fawn responses flare up, ask yourself three questions. What am I afraid of? What's the worst thing that could happen if this comes true? And what would this mean about me, my life, or my future? I want you to think about the sensations you would feel in your body at that time. Where do you feel it? What does it feel like? Can you describe it by size, color, consistency? Ask yourself what you usually do to make that feeling go away. Do you avoid it? Do you start analyzing everything? Do you decide to stay home under the covers? Do you watch Netflix all day? What do you do to make that go away? And then which of the mindsets is it? So when you think about that situation and what you're doing, is it because you're trying to be perfect? You think I have to do everything perfectly or everything's ruined? Are you thinking if I am not 100% certain, then the world is coming to an end? Or are you thinking I'm responsible for everyone's thoughts and feelings? And just really start trying to just think about, be like a scientist, like what's going on here. And you don't have to try to change your behavior right away. Just start realizing what is happening. What's, what does it feel like? What am I thinking? Which mindset is this? And what am I doing to avoid feeling this way? And once you start paying attention to that, I would write these things down. I know some of you aren't going to, but even if you're aware that this is happening and you start paying attention to how much you're doing this, it's going to make it better. Also think about if your actions only give you temporary relief and the actions take you away from what you really want in life, then they are actions that we need to change in order to get a different result. So worrying is one of those behaviors that seems like it is helping. It seems like we should be worrying but it will only give you temporary relief and worry takes a lot from us. It disrupts our sleep, our relationships, and our peace of mind. For each of these mindsets, we need to start thinking the opposite. We need to do the opposite of what we have been doing. And if you are, if you've been avoiding going to that class or going to school, then you need to go to that class. You need to go to school. This will seem so hard because what when we avoided them, we felt better. And now if we force ourselves to do them, we are going to feel worse at first, but it will get easier as you get stronger. Just like if you go and you haven't lifted weights before, or you haven't lifted weights for a long time, you're like, okay, I'm going to get back on lifting weights. 
the first time you go, it is so painful and it's so hard. But if you consistently go and do it, you get stronger and it gets easier and it gets less painful. So your brain will start to realize that there's no real danger danger in doing those things. And remember, it may always be uncomfortable, but it will be tolerable. You must change your action and what you are thinking when you do that action. Those two things need to be together. The thought can be changed slightly at first. So instead of thinking, I must be certain, say, I am willing to be uncertain. Let's go back to my client who was avoiding school and his mindset was about intolerance for uncertainty. His new behavior will be to go to school and maybe he could go just every morning and then have a deal with his parents that they come and get him in midday. So that he's going every morning because that'll start training his brain, but maybe because it will be exhausting at first, he doesn't stay the whole time. And then he just increases his time as he goes, or maybe he goes and stays all day, but he is allowed to take breaks in a quiet room until he can build up the tolerance to be there all day without the breaks. Anything that gets you going in the direction you want and overrides the brain is going to be helpful. And then you also need to add a new thought, which he could think it is more important to live life in the present moment than to spend time trying to predict the future. Now, of course, you need to find a thought that makes sense to you or or works for you. But what is the opposite of what you were thinking? You know, I might get sick at school and I can't do that. I have to be 100% certain I'm not going to get sick. I'm okay right now. And I'm just going to keep reminding myself, I'm, you know, I'm not sick right now. I'm not sick right now through that until you can come up with a different thought. What about my perfectionistic mindset client who worries about doing everything just right? This client should start saying what she thinks sometimes in a group just to see what happens. Like if it's, if she used to say, oh, I'm not going to say that because it's the opposite of everyone, say it. Maybe wear something that she really likes, even though she knows other people won't like it. Instead of thinking mistakes, judgments, and criticism criticisms mean that I'm not good enough, she can start thinking, Mistakes, judgments, and criticisms are signs that I am taking risks and growing. And for me and my over-responsibility, I need to be true to myself if I don't want to do something, even if it is uncomfortable. I need to say no if someone wants me to do something I don't want to do. I need to change my thoughts from, it's my fault if this person is upset when I say no, to, I can be sensitive to others' feelings without being responsible for them. If they do not like my answer of no, it means nothing about me. This was a lot of information today. So just please spend some time watching yourself this week and see when are those sneaky thoughts and actions coming up? Be honest with yourself and give yourself grace. Because beating yourself up about these things is not going to help. And to think that there's something wrong with you or you're never going to fix it, just be like, oh, of course I feel worried about that. Or of course I'm scared about this situation. Or of course it's uncomfortable when I have to tell someone no. I would bet that you have been doing these things for so long you don't even realize it. So I just want you to just be aware. Awareness 
is so much of being able to change your behavior. And come to my worry workshop this weekend from 10 to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. And let's start talking about more tools to help you with this. If you haven't registered yet, please make sure that you check the show notes and social media to get signed up. I want to help you figure out ways to override your brain. Your life and world will become so much bigger. See you this weekend.